Good morning, everybody. It's Mal with Nifty Culture. I'm lucky and honored today to be joined by Garib and Scott uh, with the new project Kumate uh, from Hero Maker Studios. We met at VCon, had a fantastic time. I got to learn a little bit about this project and I'm incredibly excited for what's on the horizon. How are y'all? Doing good. Doing great. Love talking NFTs and superheroes. Hell yeah. And are y'all recovered from VCon yet? Barely. Uh, I think yeah. I think that 3 a.m. Steve Aoki party took me out for a few days, but I'm back. I didn't get COVID, thank goodness, like half the people, but yeah, we're back. <laughs> I well, I I was like I said, it's so exciting to to meet y'all and just, you know, the unique background that y'all bring. Uh, and I'd love to probably start there uh with with kind of the the expertise with with Comic-Con and Wizards and kind of what y'all's backgrounds are and how uh, what you what your expertise is in the the kind of real world or Web 2 world is is going to translate really interestingly with Web 3. Yeah, Garib, you want to go first or me? Yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um, yeah, so absolutely. You know, the idea that, um, you know, uh, you know, Scott and I, first of all, I'm Garib Seamus, co-founder of Hero Man Studios with Scott. And, and um, yeah, so my background is, is in the superhero world and my entire life has been, you know, dedicated to working with these characters um, in all, uh, you know, facets. I first started out collecting as a kid, comic books and toys and games and sports cards. And then my mom opened up a comic book shop. So it was like literally like having a candy store in the family. And then um, I started a magazine called Wizard right out of college that took off like crazy. So uh, it was so popular around the world that by the mid 1990s, the magazine was selling in the three, four hundred thousand copy a month range in 75 countries. So we decided to throw a little party for the magazines and little did, and we called it Comic-Con. And little did we know, 20,000 people would show up. And uh, it was just one of these magical moments where all these disenfranchised people came together and realized that there was a lot of people like themselves that were into this. And certainly at that time, being a geek or a nerd was not fun. And, um, you know, cut to today, my brother and I produced 180 Comic-Cons out there, uh, reached billions and billions of people. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll get into it, but uh, there's a lot of similarities, you know, for the early days here of the NFT and Web3 world and uh, the early days of comic books and Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just with knowing, uh, I grew up on Wizard. Um and you know, I, I was collect. Okay. I, I I didn't collect the baseball cards. I was collecting the X Men cards, and and you know, it was an early '90s kid, like born in the '80s, but really became a fan of uh, comic books and and all of the excitement around um, everything, and just seeing how Wizard became such an important part of my formative years, and and to what you alluded to 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 not fit in, but then find the, these publications that allowed me to fit in and kind of find my tribe. And I use, you know, finding my tribe a lot when we talk about the NFT space. And I know we're going to get there, but I definitely want to give uh, Scott an opportunity to, to provide uh, his background and kind of his view of this. Yeah. So uh, my name's Scott Donnell. Um, I'm a serial entrepreneur, uh, lots of different companies. I've been in the biotech tech space, took a company public there called Happy. Uh, we've got a, and, and a lot of my background in the last 10 years is building stories and characters and themes for kids. So started a company called Apex uh, Leadership Co. It's the largest school fundraising 
franchise in the country. Um, we've been serving tens of millions of kids and families and raising money by teaching leadership and character traits. And we created hundreds and hundreds of videos and themes and stories that the kids would go every year through. And so I've just had a, a rich background of creating storyline and character development for a younger generation. And, you know, we also have a, um, a kid's financial literacy app called Gravy Stack that's launching here in a few weeks. And when I stepped down from the public company, I got a call from one of my investors who's a great friend of Garib as well. This is almost a year and a half ago. And she just said, you and Garib need to meet right away. Some, my spidey sense is tingling. Because I have the tech self-managing company building the guts and Garib has the, the story and he's been at the forefront of, of geek and nerd culture. And this idea of Hero Maker started when, you know, he flew to Phoenix. He's in L.A. We, we spent two days together and it was like, yep, this is a perfect uh, combo here. And that's how Hero Maker started uh, this entire Web3 universe of superhero properties that are all gonna be independent in the universe and then someday collide. And our first one here is Kumite, uh, which is our giant battle IP <laughs> launching here on uh, June 16th with 9,600 superheroes and supervillains, fully generative, fully, not just shoulders up of an animal or something, it's full body, completely unique, each one, uh, thousands of weapons and accessories and powers and we're going to have a giant battle between them as our as part of our drop so it's really innovative and that's what we're launching that's so awesome it's it's so refreshing for me to actually see it, you know it, it's so when i look at the the website you know first and foremost what, what pops out is that it's phenomenal art, but it is also very obvious that it is a unique IP where you're not going and trying to uh, take what's been established before and um, you know reuse the superhero assets and, and, and you know actually <laughs> use some of the heroes, but you're actually trying to interpret this differently. And for me, what I love when I start to see what you guys are building and seeing you know behind the curtain a little bit, is the fact that there's so many projects out there that don't have the expertise around kind of what constitutes these virtual worlds and these physical worlds and these comic book worlds and kind of what, you know, what the possibilities hold. And when you start to think about that level of, of what can change and, you know, the two, two people that have talked about this frequently that I, I always reference are, um, you know, Gary V and, uh, uh, Tom Billu and you know Tom and our show way early on you know when Nifty Culture was just in a, its infancy talking about he wants to build the next Disney and he didn't hide that he said that and then you know Gary V with what he wants to do with V Friends and everything else it's so interesting to me that um, you know you you have the expertise from Comic Con you you look at the two big gorillas that are in the space. And you have the expertise to say, no, like what, what this represents, what this NFTs represent is, um, you know, the, the ownership and everything else. So what happened that, that helped y'all realize the opportunity here uh, for these projects and future projects that are going to come and how your real world expertise can allow for something awesome when there's so many NFTs out there that uh, are, are trying this, but they don't really know what they're doing. 
Yeah, so so Scott and I are 100% aligned with this one word that's going to resonate, you know, I think from now and forever, and it's the word storytelling. Um, everything is about uh, telling stories and, and beginning with that. You know, so many projects that we've seen in this world, they, they've created this extraordinary art or they've created these incredible characters, um, but you don't know what the story is. And the thing about stories, especially that what we've seen through comic books, is it creates this emotional connection between you and the characters or you with a franchise. And without that, you just have, you know, what people think is just a digital picture, you know, or something that has, uh, you know, a price attached to it. And what we're doing is we started with the story first, you know, before we even thought about, you know, what uh, our NFTs are going to look like or how they're going to work. We started with building, like Scott said, building out this entire universe of characters um, and what it was going to look like, what's going on in the world. And then each different franchise um, is going to exist in this world. And then once we came up with the two parts to it, one is the actual creation of it. Um, then it was like, okay, well, what are the gaming mechanics to it? What's the toy component to it? What are, how are people going to interact with this? And then once we figured that out, then it's like, okay, well, then what are the stories that we could tell? And the whole thing about what we're doing is not just coming up with the story for the characters, but creating the platform for the characters to exist in this universe, right? So, you know, when you do think of something like Marvel, you, you see how Spider-Man interacts in that world and everybody could tell stories about it, but it's very difficult to come up with the idea of actually making a Spider-Man. And that's what Scott and I did. We, we actually created a world that we're going to now give to people through these NFTs. You know, and Kumite is, is this epic battle between heroes and villains that we've created. There's going to be 9,600 characters that we've created that are going to be in this world. And everybody's going to get a chance to own the NFT and participate in the creation of this whole world. So it's not just our story. It's them taking their story. Right. So when you think of, um, you know, we'll get into the hero's journey. But the idea that like when you go to see a Spider-Man film or you go see Top Gun this weekend, you're on their journey. You're not on your journey. And everything about what Scott and I are building is about being on be uh, enabling the fans and the nft owners to be on their journey and that's really the heart of it and it starts with the storytelling that's exciting and fresh <laughs> that it's not let's go sell out a, a project and then figure out what to do uh now that we've taken a bunch of people's money but one of the things that you guys are hopping right into uh and and i don't there but i'll share it Anyway, is the Vortex Tournament of 2022. Can you guys talk about this for a minute? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Look how, this look, is... look how excited Scott gets, by the way. Every time this is we show so cool. his smile, it's big. Go ahead, Scott. Well, okay. So you just touched on it, Malachi. Like, it's a lot of these projects out there. I, I, I hate the idea of the rug pull world because I think what happens a lot of times is people have incredible art. And then they want to write down a bunch of things that they want to do. And then they sell, either they sell out or they don't, or they have a price and they don't really have either the business background or the team or the, the actual expertise to follow through on that. And so they get stuck and they don't know what to do, you know, and then you got the evil people that take and run. But 
What we had to do is we spent the last 16 months building out the entire roadmap. We have a hundred page thematic Bible for our universe. Malachi, I guess is crazy what we've built. And we thought, okay, with our drop of Kumite, we want to do more than just give them an NFT. We're going to actually showcase what it should look like to have you be a part of a giant battle with the NFT drop. So not only are we dropping the NFTs at 9,600 NFTs, 24 families of superheroes and supervillains. I mean, we're talking angels, demons, fairies, goblins, wizards, warlocks, uh, steampunk. I mean, this is just wild. And every single one has 400 characters, generative characters in them. And they're going to be battling in a vortex tournament for starting a couple weeks after our drop here. I think beginning of July or mid-July, we launched the tournament. And it's going to be like families versus families with all these crazy stories being told all over Discord and Twitter and upvoting. And, and there's going to be some randomized winning and losing. And then there's going to be voting and governance based on the story and the lore that's being created. So we're literally having a giant battle. And nobody dies in the battle. These are synthetic beings. What happens is they move inward in the vortex as they, they win, right? And if you lose the first round, you stay in the outer circle. Then if you win, you start moving in. And we're going to create this basically one through 24 ranking by the end of our tournament. And then we immediately go into staking training mode, right? Our version is training mode where you've got, you know, a bunch of other properties that allow it. We love the idea of training mode because training mode allows your character to develop. It allows it to earn boosts. It allows it to earn rewards as you hold your NFT and actually actively do stuff with it. And so we're creating sparring. We're going to have boosts and defense and attacks and really fun things that people can do inside their families to really, you know, build themselves up for the next Kumite tournament. And the next Kumite tournament coming later, later in the year, we'll have um, more opportunity for people to engage more one-on-one -on -one with other characters. It'll have live events, there's so much going on with what we're building, even before we get into play to earn games and mobile games and licensing and production and movies and all that kind of stuff. Um, we wanted to showcase a drop doesn't just have to be a drop. A drop can be really fun and it can be really powerful to build tight community with the audience. So we're going to have people literally vying for, I got to buy all the steampunks with all my friends so we can go wild and try to whoop everybody as the steampunks, right? I'm going to go try to get one of every family so that I can have a, a winner in the pot for the top rewards we give out for the top three family, you know, like that kind of stuff. So how can we gamify and really innovate the NFT drops themselves? That's incredible. And it's, it's, well, it's much more well thought out than, you know, 99.9% of the, uh, the roadmaps that we see currently uh, out there, when you when you look at not not even what's the you know usually it's sell out merch, uh, some community built into the Discord, maybe a live event on the back, and then maybe an airdrop. And uh, you know airdrops are not community, and uh, airdrops are not utility, uh, or, or they barely are utility if they give you a dividend, but. Uh, just the fact that this is so well thought out and it's not vaporware either. That's all just going to come in you know, 2025 is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, one of the things, one of the, one of the fun, I'm sorry, one of the fun things too about it is, is just, again, the way Scott and I are thinking about it very differently 
which is, you know, we, we, we looked at, you know, the idea of what staking is all about or nesting or any of those type of uh, mechanisms that people have created. And, and it was all about how do we reward you for not doing anything? And we said, well, why can't we come up with a system that rewards you for being active and engaging? And that's when, like Scott, had this magical word uh, training, you know, came up. You know, and then the idea of sparring, right? So we're working on specking out an engine where people can spar their characters against another character, where they can train and, and up level, you know, their character so that over time, you know, people can uh, people can get their NFTs to be to, to actually uh, be more effective, you know, with their families in the tournament. And um, right. So a lot of times people have you know, this idea that uh, that you have to pay for rarities and it, it's only available to people that have the money. And what we're doing is we're creating a system where the more you engage and the more you 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 participate, the more value you can create for yourself. So it's uh, it's kind of a unique way we think of 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 the way we're thinking about how people can create value for their NFTs. Yeah, I think that's one of the one of the biggest challenges that we see today in the space is just humans are um, by nature fickle, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But when you when you look at a lot of the projects that that are out there, they have that blitz, where, and then the Discord dies. But I think having a plan in in place for that long term strategy that can people keep people engaged and really build that community, and you know, I I don't want to. I don't want to underemphasize the importance of y'all's experience, especially when you think about, uh, you know, when you think of community and IRL, it's really, really hard to think of a better example than Comic-Con. Uh, because e even if you're not into comic books, um, Comic-Con has passed uh, into the lexicon of our culture. And so that expertise, definitely when you think about community building, uh, sets you apart from probably most of the other projects that are out there. Do you, do you all want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. You know, when, when, when you look at the Web3 world, it's been very interesting in that, um, you know, that community um, has become such a, a big part of Web3 and it's actually become, you know, it's it's actually equal in weight to the project itself. And the thing that most people don't know is that, you know, building community is an entire skill set unto itself. Um, and building a project is a whole skill set unto its approach, uh, unto itself. And, you know, that's really where, you know, fortunately, like the backgrounds that Scott and I have and merging them together, you know, puts us in a position where we have the skill sets to be, to be, to work in both worlds. And, uh, and that's really where it's exciting for us because um, we, we're in a position where we can, we can go deep on the project and we understand that. And then we could also integrate this idea of building uh, massive global communities and how to keep people engaged and how to get them attracted to the characters and the, and the franchises and the families. And, and then the, the other part of that too is um, not having any kind of downtime Right. So a lot of the projects that we've seen, you know, they promise, uh, you know, gaming in the metaverse and then they promise films and television. And we're going to do all those things, too. But those are three to five years away. 
you know, it's like, what can you do now and throughout that period of time that are going to keep people excited and part of the community and speaking with each other? And, um, and there's really uh, two parts to it. One is, you know, this idea that, that we can just keep the storyline going throughout through these NFT comic books that we're doing and through the products that we're working on. Um, and then the, the second part is the maker side of it. You know, um, it's this idea that we're going to be supporting this whole maker economy and rewarding people with our token and, and utility that they're going to create. So it's it's everything from them making their own costumes or making their own comic books and putting people in a position where we can keep providing people the tools and the resources and the access to keep building on top and and keeping the entire community motivated and aligning everybody's interest in in rewarding them with with um, with their contributions to that community. That's incredible, and I, I I'm excited. Um, so we're we're about you know, eight-ish days away. Can you give us any details on the drop? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, obviously, is our first one. So it's, uh, it's kind of like ground floor for us. You know, if you think of the hero maker world, the universe that we're creating, you know, we, there's, there's already 34 other properties uh, behind this uh, on their way. So Kumite is literally like ground floor. And so we've learned a ton in the last couple months. Um, we, we, we delayed the launch until we, we wanted to get it right. And so the stars have finally aligned for us to do this. It's going to be 0.08 ETH. Uh, or ish around there, less than 0.18 for sure. 9,600, uh, June 16th, it launches. Um, Pre-sales start on the 14th for the folks on our allow lists. Um, and <clears throat> I mean, we're, we're excited, a little nervous, just we didn't realize that thousands of people would be jumping on this so fast, just in the last couple of weeks. I think all it took was, here's our date. And then just, and all these different, I mean, big names, coming in and people are seeing the art. I think they're like, wow, the art is just head to toe, fully unique. We literally acquired a company, by the way. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're not just a couple guys launching a project. We have a team of 30 building this in the background. Garib's gonna show you some of the art as I'm talking, but it's, yeah. <clears throat> we acquired Reckless Deck on the East Coast and they have a team of a dozen artists that have been literally building this with us using our, our brains for the last five months around the clock, building each of these out. So they are head to toe. Everyone has completely unique accessories, um, costume, weapon, powers, background, psyche, lore, everything is unique. And that's what people are gonna be able to have with derivative licensing rights and everything involved uh, in these characters. We're even, we're even discussing the idea of potentially letting people name them uh, right now and you know, as it relates to them inside of their family, they have a specific role to play inside of the family. So, yeah, that's that's some of the details around this. Um, yeah, we had um, we've had uh, ten different body types actually. So, when when you look when when people are doing these derivative drops, you know, usually it's about one or two uh, der derivatives that uh, gener generatives that they do, because we have ten different body types. Um, and then half the collection is male and female, and we have 24 different families. We actually have 24 different generatives that we had to do. I mean, I'm sorry, we had 48 generatives that we had to do, 
which uh, which for our tech team was like, oh, my God, like no one's done more than like two or three or four of these. And you've got 48 going. So it, it's going to feel like 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 you're getting a very unique, uh, you know, figure here. Um, so like if you have a, a figure from an NFT from, let's say, the uh, superhero family or the supervillain family or the ninjas, like Scott said, there's only 400 of them. So 400 out of 9600 is only 4%. So just just every single NFT you get starts out at a 4% rarity, um, just in terms of uh, what you have. And uh, so, yeah, so it's pretty exciting, um, you know, what we're doing. It's, uh, it is, it's definitely, it's definitely been stressful in that, um, you know, one of the that we've learned is that because it's a smart contract, um, all your decisions need to be made ahead of time, right? There's no after the fact decision. So every decision affects another decision. So when, when you want to decide something, you can't just say, all right, we'll get back to it or we'll, we'll, we'll fix it later. Um, so that that's the part that I think has been the most um, kind of grueling part of it, because uh, Scott and I laugh like every night, like our brains hurt because you know you you can't just think about one thing. It's how does it impact everything else? So you can't. So the minute you make one decision, it affects a lot of other things. And uh, so yeah. So uh, once it's once the smart contract is done, then uh, then we go into. Then we go into the what we think is like the fun mode of of really trying to of really just sharing it with the world, and then uh, and then really just it really benefits from our skill set of just engaging people and 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 building something really extraordinary. Yeah, to to your point about the smart contract piece, there's uh, you know there there are the cautionary tales, and then there's the exceptions and and everything in between, and I'm uh. I can tell you that I'm really looking forward to this um, and I can't wait to be celebrating with both of you at uh, NFT NYC uh, shortly oh, yeah. after the launch. And uh, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a wild ride and I just can't wait to see what, uh, what comes next. And, you know, we were talking about it earlier, you know, Pio is a friend of mine and, you know, the Nifty Alpha with the current market and the free NFTs, people are, People are getting tired of this this thing. They want to get back to some stability. And when I look at projects like this, this is one of those projects that gets me excited for what's on the horizon. So I just want to say thank you both so much for uh, for for giving us a little bit of your time today, and and thank you for your time at VCon. It's been great getting to know y'all personally. And you know, Garib, thank you for for creating something that was so uh, foundational and impactful for me as a youth and finding a new way to see what's on the horizon for the community. Same. So thank you. Same. Yep. Yeah. And, um, you know, we definitely encourage people to follow us on Twitter at, at Kumite NFT. Um, and then also to join our discord. Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff that's going on there. You know, obviously we've got things going on for the allow list, but post uh, dropping from sneak peeks and all kinds of special clubs and special access and all kinds of like, really cool things that we're going to do to engage people uh, all the time. So thank you. Malachi, let's make sure we both get a, an NFT in the same family as much as we can. And we can, we can go to battle together. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. All right. I'll see you cool. guys soon. Thanks buddy. Thank you. Yeah.